Yeah, what'd you get? A little package. I think this, uh, I was talking today about the ES lure stuff. Is that what that is? Has he sent you stuff before? On the podcast. Yeah, we're we're rolling. Yeah, we're live. Yeah. We didn't even do an intro. We just started going. What you got in the package, man? Come on, let's see it. Show and tell. This is ES lure just Is that for, they got like, let me see that. Let me see that. Is that ES lure? Are you sure? Oh, dang. They got like legit packaging now. And lures? A drum rig. Nice. You need a drum rig? Nice. <laughs> that's a, a big that's fish. a big drum rig. Yeah. yeah. Well you should see what they throw on there on the East Coast. This one's look at this one. This one's heavy. Check that Two out. Two ounce. That's not bad. Huh. They're getting after it. ES Lewis. Which uh we should tell the story about ES. You you yeah, were just informed the, by this. I just found out about this today. So Do you um, use ES Lures no. before? Ever throw them? Uh-huh. Not yet. You should. They're, they're, they're about to. Yeah, they're great they're lures. Yep, there you go. Look at there. That's gonna do it right there. That is, and they're great for Spanish. Smaller presentation and bonita. Those are those are better for the Spanish. And yeah. if you see like the the big reds, obviously they'll eat anything. Oh, but yeah. you can throw that so far; it's just an isolator. Absolutely, reach out. We get there. out there, and it's windy. Oh yeah, that'll cut through it. Yeah, easy. Definitely cut through it. So Push ES, it if you don't know, um, stands for eat, <laughs> and the reason is because. There, there's, I think there's Sting Silvers, I think is what the name of the, no there's a lure company called Sting Silver, real popular on the East Coast. Like all the East Coast guys throw Sting Silvers, which if I'm saying that right, I don't know. But that's basically what they are. There's, you know, metal with the treble hook, you know, painted like that. And this company, Bob Anderson and his son, uh, they were like tired of paying the price because evidently they're very expensive. The Sting Silver is like, we can make this lure a lot cheaper. And so they made this and they called it ES Lures because it's saying, eat, we can make it cheaper. <laughs> Which <laughs> I like is awesome. It, I, like it. I know. It's it, awesome. Yeah. And uh, I started using them in the Outer Banks like two, a little over two years ago and loved them. And I, you know, they're just a great lure for the beach. Yeah, cause I'd ne- yeah. I mean, I don't know when they started, but I never knew anything about them until Matt Ninja Tackle. Brought a bunch over here, and I guess after you used them up there with him, and then they just like completely blew up here on the Gulf Coast, like out of nowhere. Yeah, no, they are super good lures. So, yeah, oh, yeah. Awesome. I, can, I can tell you right now, these will have no problem catching fish. Oh, yeah, it's a great lure, it's a, yeah. mimics good. You just work it fast, just reel it in, burn it. Well, we got Greg Mag Dog fishing yes. with us today. He's been around a minute, man. He has. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Absolutely, man. I haven't. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Well, neither one of y'all seen me in a while. I had a really busy season, and then I had a little health issue. At the I end saw of the that. Season. I saw that on Facebook. And so it's 2023 was a great year and ended up bad. But you, you got married in 23. Right? I did. You I did married. get married. Is that what uh, caused the health problems? Or? <laughs> Actually, the that's what saved my life. <laughs> she, she has a medical background. Oh, good, okay. good, good. Yeah, she actually saved my life. She she takes care of me. I'm pretty sure she's getting tired of me right now. <laughs> it's the off season, so I'm home yeah. a lot more. She's like, can you please yeah. go run some trips? Right, exactly. Exactly. So well, how's the health going yeah, now? Yeah, where are you at right now with it? Just got back from the cardiologist today and uh, still out, not out of the woods. Uh, we, we've got a procedure i got to get done before the fishing season starts, so I'll go next month to get it done, and hopefully I'll be ready to rock and roll for the March, April, and May Pompano yeah. season. Good deal. Well, you're a pretty tough, uh, dude, so yeah. I think you got yeah, it. I know. You're yeah. out there getting jacked. I know, man. Like, dang. Yeah, that all that. Matt's over here trying to catch up with I, <laughs> I got some work to do. He's been I, trying to bolt too. I'm actually <laughs> heading in the other direction. I need some now. advice. I want to do a, a cut. 
triathlon. Oh yeah? yeah. Oh okay. Right on, dude. So I'm gonna do the sprint part. I'm I I don't have I'm too old to to do a full <laughs> triathlon. But I did the sprint last. Well, I didn't do it. My wife did. A spr- and, so what's the sprint? Is it like a shortened? Yes, it's a shorter course, two mile run, three hundred meter swim, and fourteen mile bike run. Okay, I got so you. It's not that bad. Gotcha. I'm not just a little bad. bit heavy yeah, yeah. for the running part. <laughs> right. I, I'm getting on with the swim, getting on with the biking, but that running. It's brutal, man. I uh, I started working out a lot last year, and then I kind of fell off the wagon there. And I'm getting back into it. I'm like a little over a week back in and and i have a peloton bike and the treadmill nice. like the bike i do fine you know and it still kicks my butt but i start running on that treadmill i'm like that's a lot of weight to be running on running's, tough. It's, running's brutal yeah. are you in your garage doing yeah. that it like it's harder in my opinion to run in the cold like when it's cold like this cold right. than it is in the heat yeah, I, I know. And I've been having to like put on a, a hoodie or something to run in because it's so cold in my. Garage. Well, it's like your lungs, and we're not used to it. The it cold, burns, yeah, yeah, like the the humidity and the heat, like we're way our. Bodies That's how it was when we did pod, or podcast when we did CrossFit last week. Even just that little bit of running, like I could feel it in my throat mm-hmm. burning. It hurts, yeah. Running in that cold yeah. air. Give me triple digits. Yeah, I'm running that. I agree. <laughs> I'm ready for some warm weather. Yeah, it sucks. Oh yeah, absolutely. I yeah, I cannot deal with the cold weather. I mean, it it shuts me down completely. As far as working out, fishing, I just want to stay inside. I know. So you yeah, you've worked out like the majority of your life, right? Like yeah, some type of I'd, lifting. I'd, I'd say about thirty years off and on. A uh, couple of years ago, I started getting back real serious at it. Had a couple of injuries, pulled muscles, things that happen when you get my age. Sure. And, you know, it put me off for. Two or three months, and then I'd get back at it. So, yes, been working out a long time. What kind of like is it like bodybuilding type stuff? Is that kind of the yeah, splits you do? Uh, I'm always bulking. Always bulking. Yeah. <laughs> a permanent bulk. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like moving the big weights. Uh, I like eating, and I like getting big. But you know, running these trips up and down that beach when it's hot and you weigh 250 pounds, it. It's tough. It's brutal. My yeah. heart rate gets up real fast. So well, you I, look like you've lost some weight since I, last time I've seen I've you. Lost uh, since the last time you saw me, probably thirty pounds. Okay, yeah, that's a decent amount. So, so what? So let me ask you, like, what, what do you bench press? Uh, my max overall max lifetime or now? Yeah, yeah. Both. What's a, yeah, what's both? What's both? I, I three seventy five is my all time. Dang. Now I'll be lucky to get two twenty five. Yeah. yeah, just just with everything that's kind of yeah, it's a lot of weight. That is a lot and, of weight. And I changed my workout. I'm doing less weight, less weight, more reps. Sure. And more sets. Yeah. Where before it was less reps, higher weight, you know, a whole lot of sets. Yeah. Changing it up. Yeah. Just to get, I want to be cut, but I don't want to lose what I got either. Sure, lose that strength. Right. So, well, that that's good, man. Working out so important. Build muscle. So, how you liking it? I love it. I'm I'm totally. He's you know, obsessed. I, you know, and I I do I do the the CrossFit stuff, which I know is is it's a lot. It's weird. You know, it's yeah. different. A lot of people have their opinions on that. But, oh, I got a lot of. But to do. but there's a lot of lifting in it too. You know, it's got all the Olympic lifts and, yeah. you know, it's got some bodybuilding parts about it. You know, right. but like it's a lot of cardio and. That kind of deal. But well, your before and after pictures yeah. are amazing. It's crazy, so, dude. It's actually worked. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen your before and after pictures yet. Right? <laughs> well, he's got like well, before, so, after, kind of going back to before, know. you know. From that, I was going to do 75 hard. Are you familiar with that? Nope. So it's 
it's a trend that's been going around TikTok and I'm kind of all social media, but I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name now, but it's basically a 75 day challenge of no alcohol, follow a diet, any kind of diet, nothing mm-hmm. strict. You just got to pick something, stick to it. Um, drink a gallon of water a day, read 10 pages of like a self-help motivational business type book, um, work out twice a day. Technically it's supposed to be one inside, one outside. Um, did I say drink a gallon of water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think that's it. That's, so, that's hard to do. Yeah, There's a lot. So I, I started that sometime last year, maybe August. I think it was the beginning of August. Um, I got 30 days in. And that I have the before and after pictures just in that thirty days. There's there was a pretty big oh, yeah, difference. I mean, I, I didn't have a six pack or anything, but there's there's a big difference. I lost, I lost you will like one 20, day, Brad. I lost yeah. like twenty pounds nice. in thirty days. Um, and then we were in Nashville, and I didn't drink. I didn't drink in Nashville, but again, to actually do the seventy five hard, you have to do the two workouts a day. And I missed one of the workouts because we were busy, like. Stay in a hotel, go to my parents' house, went to a football game, and so I missed my workout. And I'm like, I can't say that like I've done the 75 hard, and then so then I just like had some beer, and then missed two days, then missed a week, and then well, you would have had to start it all over again. Yeah, to, to say I did 75 to, hard. Now the, the right thing to to have done would be okay. I didn't do 75 hard, but I should still keep working out, <laughs> still right. quit eat, yeah. keep eating better, yeah. not drink as much, but. As soon as I started going that decline, it just I fell right back you know, into it, it. It doesn't take long, and you're—I mean, even me. Whenever I miss like a couple of weeks, getting just getting back yeah. at it is tough. And y'all know the fishing season. Oh, yeah. right. You get to work in every day and run trips and work another job. Dude, there's yeah. no way I could have done it in that when I was in Running that the full-time season. guiding. Yeah, full-time guiding. It, yeah. it just sucks every bit of life out yeah. of you, especially in the summer. Like, oh, yeah. And see, y'all were running day trips. Oh, yeah. I, I refused to run day trips <laughs> in the hot. summer. I, I did it my first couple of years, and it would literally drink about 9 o'clock. It's like oh, yeah. degrees. Oh, for right. Yeah, you have to be off the beach. You know, when they're on vacation, hey, let's give it two more hours. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, nah. it's hot. Like I'm still, about to die. Yeah, And I got, got another one this afternoon. I know, so. I know. I got to go. Exactly. Luckily, I mean, y'all, y'all definitely went more full-time and hardcore with the guides than I did. I never really had to have that as my main income. Um, so I never was doing two a days, six, seven days a week, like what y'all have done, but that's a, that's a tough business. And how long have you been doing it now? Uh, I think going on five years, five years, it's yeah. a lot of trips you've ran. Cause I, I started the year after you stopped. Oh yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I th- see, I stopped in, I stopped in 2020. So, okay. so you're, yeah, going on four years. Yeah, if you I did there. it the first, the first year you were still guiding cause we'd run into each other. That's right. And then. You decided to go YouTube full time, which yep. has been good to you. Yeah, it's been it's been a good decision. It's just you know guiding you don't get to fish the way that you want to fish all the right. time. You know what I mean? You have to kind of just chase whatever's biting. Whereas like YouTube, there's you have to kind of change it up so you get to be more diverse and chase different things. And, and so that's what I enjoyed about being able to have the freedom to do what I want to do. And you know you experienced it when you were guiding. Yeah, it, and for the little bit of time that you did, and we'd be like on the pier, I know. catching jacks or something, and you're running a freaking beach trip. You know. It's such a weird <laughs> transition because I remember, like when I just started YouTube and was like, not making any money, and you were guiding, and I was like, man, if I could just guide, like that would be awesome. <laughs> you I even, think it's an amazing. I even job, messaged yeah. you no. and was like, 
dude, I'll I'll run some trips for you. You you just take a little bit. Did of I my, respond? Yeah, because we were kind of friends. Okay, though. it was All after right. I moved here. Okay, I was about to say. Um, but you, I mean, I don't think you were really interested in because you, you didn't want to like grow a big guide business, right. and I was basically asking if I could work for you. Yeah. Um, I don't. And so that. you weren't really interested in it, but I was like, man, he's just out there fishing every day. And then finally, I was able to start guiding and wasn't really working. And I was like, man, if I could just get out of guiding (laughs) and just go do it on one every day. And now I don't guide. I would just fish every day. And I'm like, man, Man, if we could just like do podcasts. (laughs) It's such a weird circle of like everything I wanted to do, I was actually able to do. But then like, you just never, you always think like, I'm going to hit this one spot. Like I've made it and I'm satisfied. But like, you never never get there like so, there's always uh, always a new goal once you reach that there's like always something else there was absolutely. a quote one of these like you know i see all these motivational people on uh instagram and facebook and all that stuff and that i and i'm gonna bo- uh, like botch this up but it was like the goals that you said would make you happy you've already achieved yeah you're already there and it's like and you, you know when you think about that you're like dang you know like th- there's so many things that i've achieved that i've have thought like if I could be there, I'd be happy. But like right. you get there and you're like, it's not what you thought it would be, right. you yeah. know, or it's not enough. You know, it's still not where you are ultimately trying to get. It. Anyway, right. there, there's a you know there's a difference, and I and I was talking to Courtney about this. There's a difference between like being content with your life because like I'm genuinely content with my life. Like I love my life. Right. I have a great life. Like if you sit back and look at what I get to do in the life that I have, it's amazing. But it's okay to still strive to be great. Like it's, that's a, there's still Absolutely. there's a difference. It's not like that I'm unhappy and like unsatisfied with what I have. I'm I'm content, but at the same time, I still I still desire to be yeah. great. You know, like and there, there's still more to to do. You know, yeah. so there's a balance like for there. me like what we've been able to do like five years ago. So I've I've moved here basically five years ago this month, and like being here, like I never would have even dreamed that like this could even be a a possibility right and so now it's like okay i was able to do all that so five years from now like i don't be, I, I should be able to do like so much more right. so that's where it's like i was able to do that like i can you can do more absolutely i mean you you when you jumped on the bandwagon bandwagon dude you were like wide open i mean you deserve to be where you've gotten yeah i appreciate it i mean i i look back and i'm like god why didn't i stick with it but, <laughs> you know like you said you you get to a point and it's never enough uh, but you can make it where you're at, mm-hmm. but you just have to keep pushing. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. And that works in relationships too. You know, I'm content with my relationship, but that's not where I want to stay. That's I right. I want our relationship to grow and be strong. Absolutely. Yeah. So while it's great, it can be better. That's right. Yeah. Everything can always be better. Yeah. It, it, it's a tough thing to like w- figure out to, that dynamic. Cause you don't want to be like, yeah, this sucks. I want more, but you know what I mean? Like you still have to be happy with what you have, but exactly. still working towards better. You got to have goals. Yeah, for sure. Nothing wrong with that. But yeah, Brad, he, uh, we've talked about that a lot. Like Brad grabbed the opportunity by the balls yeah. and like, and that's why he's where he is, you know, right. and not, and like, cause there's plenty of people that had the opportunities that, that you had. I mean, there's, but exactly. they just didn't, I had that opportunity. you know, they just didn't, you know, actually fall through. So. I, you know, I text Brent way before I started YouTubing. And he's like, just start recording now, record everything. He said, start where you're at with what you got. If all you got is a phone, use your phone. He goes, just make sure you're putting up a video a week. 
I didn't do that. It's hard to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, like, it's hard. it doesn't sound like, oh, one video a week, yeah. but, like, to do that forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally, like, for, for an indefinite amount of time, it's hard to do. Especially it, in the fishing, because, like, we've talked about this a lot, too, but in, in fishing and YouTube, we don't know that we're going to get a video. We might go fish all day long. Like, I remember, this might have been two years ago, me and you went and fished the beach trying to catch a black drum during winter when fishing sucks. We literally fished all day. It was like two days. Yeah. like we. I think we did it for two yeah, days. Yeah, because we did Mobile Street, and then we went to Shell mm-hmm. Beach, and then we started back at Mobile Street, back to Shell Beach. And then you caught like one black drum at the end of that second day. Yeah. Like got the video. We were drinking beer. Like... <laughs> Courtney like was out doing something. Yeah. You're Courtney. Yeah. And you called her and were like, hey, do you, you mind bringing, bringing us some beer? <laughs> and so she brought a cooler. We yeah. had like a 12 pack and we were just sitting back drinking beer. It was, and we were all, I think we were going to pack up. We were like literally Probably. that close to being like, screw it. And we hooked up, caught the one fish. But it took yeah. like 48 hours. Yeah. It felt like right. fishing. Basically. So trying to trying to get that one a week when it might this time of year it might take you four days of fishing just to even get a video. Right. And in the summer it's a lot easier because there's a lot more opportunities. But well, I was going to take my gear. Well, years ago I did take my gear with me when I would have clients. That turned into be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. You talking about filming on yes. a trip? Yeah. It's hard. Like it's almost impossible for me because I'm an entertainer. You know, I'm a fishing guy, but you also got to entertain right. your guests. You yeah. know, and you know, I can relate to a lot of people. I've done a lot of shit in my time, so I can relate to a lot of people. But when I'm having to stop, you know, we get a fish on, I stop what I'm doing, go grab the camera, come back, especially these kids. Right. I mean, and if anything can go wrong, it goes wrong at night. So I just quit taking the camera and just stuck the guy. Yeah, so, it is tough. And, and I, I filmed a few trips, and you just always felt like, I was taken away from the customer. Like, yeah, I need to be talking to them, and even if, not worrying about all this. Yeah, stuff. like it needs to be educational and, like yeah. I said, entertaining and all that. And if I'm filming, either somebody's losing out, either the yeah. customer's losing out or whoever's going to watch this video is yeah. losing out because I'm not putting 100 percent into both of them. Right, right. It, like, you just a, can't. Yeah, it, it sucks. I, I didn't do it a lot. I did it some, and and some of those videos actually did well. But the problem is too. You don't know. Obviously, you can ask the clients, "Hey, do you care?" Most of them are like, "Yeah, no, that's fine." But you don't know how they're going to be on camera. Either. Like, do right. they have any type of personality right. whatsoever? Oh, yeah. You know, like there were plenty of times I filmed, and like they even wanted me to post it. And I'm like, yeah. uh, "This was like the most boring video ever." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you, yeah. know, you know, they can be the most talkative person, but as soon as you cut that camera, they oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Like yeah. that. it's different. Yeah. But my biggest video still to date was. A, a All trip. those women were, were those girls. Yeah. It was four girls. It, their husbands bought them the trip, like to go. Fit. None of them had basically fished ever before, so it was a very entertaining video. And like we had a great day fishing too, yeah. so it worked out. Like we hammered fish and caught all kinds of different nice. stuff. So like, and that, and they were just loving it and having a great time, and they were very entertaining. So like that's so if you could have like that kind of group every time, <laughs> right? I, I mean, you'd have a bachelor parties, and yeah, like parties. <laughs> that's that, I mean, that would be if you could capitalize on that and like that market. Yeah, you you, you, yeah. you could. You could do really well, like right, I mean, because sure. it'd be very entertaining, and they'd be all about it. They would love it too. Yeah. So, I'm, I have a business idea now. There you there go. go. There's a Matt's getting back in the guiding. Bachelorette parties only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, well, Greg, you say that you run mostly night trips now. I do. And so when y'all are going out, you're targeting like 
redfish and sharks. Redfish, and, sharks, black drama. Can't advertise sharks because it's prohibited in, in Alabama on the public beaches, and I do fish the public beaches, so... We catch a lot of sharks, but on accident. I'm actually going for redfish. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. I can't help it if I've got a ten ounce hook yeah, and a right. steel leader and yeah. a two pound mullet on there. But yeah. you know, I, whatever the clients want, that's what I'm I'm gearing to. Uh, if they want to catch sharks, I, of course I can't guarantee any fish. That's right. right. But you know, I, I put a good chance at certain times of year to catch sharks or redfish or. Pompano is still not my thing. I can catch them. My, well, I don't catch them. My client catches them. Right, right, right. I'm pretty much giving up on fishing uh, for myself. But I know enough. I make sure my clients catch fish. Yeah. So what's a trip for you look like? Like, when do y'all start? How long is it? We usually get started during the, during the summer months, and it starts from June to December for my summer trips. And we get started about 7 o'clock at night. That way, people are cleared off the beach. The temperatures, you know, cooling off, and we can get out there and relax and have a good time. And we'll usually fish to midnight. Nice. If the fishing's slow, I will drag it out another hour. If I think we have a shot at another fish, or you know, we've had times where we limited out within an hour, and some of my old customers are like you've earned your money. Yeah, we're good. We're ready to go home and go exactly. to bed. <laughs> what do you do about mosquitoes? They got to be bad. Oh out my there. god, dude! Yeah, what's the uh, game plan there? We had at least three days this year when the wind quit blowing. It was 85, 90 degrees outside. You're pouring sweat. I left a pint low on blood, and I had every kind of mosquito spray you could think of. <laughs> And they're bad out there. Yeah. Like, horrible. I, yeah. Like I've gotten out there. I don't fish at night, but getting out there early in the morning yeah. before the sun comes up. Some days when that wind's not blowing in the summertime, dude. That, you, if that wind's not blowing, you're going to get hammered. That's the first thing I look at when I'm checking in with my clients is I'm, I'm checking the weather, but I'm also checking that wind because that wind direction uh, is a big deal with catching a fish and keeping the mosquitoes sure. yeah. away. Yeah. You want a little bit of wind. Right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. And we had a, about three really bad nights where we got ate up by mosquitoes. Did you have yeah, clients out there? Oh, yeah. What like what was that like? Were they... They were just, well, the, the first trip, we were actually catching fish. We were on the point down in Fort Morgan, and there was a little bit of a breeze, and we were catching black. He was catching black drum after black drum. He's like, I want to catch a shark. So we left there, went on around to the Gulf side, no wind whatsoever. Mm. We left biting fish to go catch a shark. The only thing we left with was about 100 mosquito bites oh, each. That's and ridiculous. But clothes, he got a shark, though. He, he, we hooked a shark that night. Actually, it was a monster shark yeah. and broke a 300-pound leader. Dang. Now, those leaders don't normally break. I think it was a, a fault in the leader or some kind of kink. But it was a, it, it already pulled off about 300 yards of 80-pound test with pretty much locked down drag. Jeez. It was a big bull shark. And you're doing all cast-out stuff, right, for those right, sharks? Right, right. spinning gear. I looked at getting a drone, uh, that Swell Pro, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had a client from Wisconsin bring one down, and oh, yeah. I thought, man, I got to have this thing. <laughs> right. Went price, and I was like, mm. yeah, I know. Yeah. A little bunch. Well, they've, you know, they've been giving some out, um, even to some of the guys that have, aren't really doing much on YouTube. You ought to hit them up, let them know you're a guide in the area. Uh, cause they've been sending a bunch. Um, Blaine just got one. Okay. Arrington just got one. Now, is that the drone or is that the boat? The drone. Okay. Yeah. Is it because Swell Pro is the same company that has the boats too, right? Or is it just, No, I think uh, it's, there's AquaCat, 
There's a boat, and then there's um, there's one other one. I got you. No well, see, here, and here's the problem with that, though. Technically, like, most of the Alabama beaches are not supposed to fly yeah, drones. Especially where you're fishing a lot. Yeah, yeah it's like, because it's, it's all the totally protected. against the law at Fort Morgan. Yeah. Right, you're not supposed to. Right. I mean, people do it. Right. But, like, if you're doing... If you go out there once yeah, and do it, that's true. You if you're out like, there every night, but if you're out there doing it every day, it's they'll, like they'll probably get that. Because I've had so many people ask me that, they're like, why don't you? Because I've never used drones in my videos, and I, and I've never like to even get B-roll, and I've never used it to drop baits or anything. But I'm like, you know, it's if I'm out there consistently doing it, I'm I'm gonna get caught. Like yeah. I have some drone footage that I've right. done in the past, like with people that have drones, and like we throw it up, and we did it for Salt Strong. Mm-hmm. But it's like if I'm out there every day, yeah. Getting caught. Get tagged. I had a guy was saw strong the other day at the bar. Uh, yeah, he took down my information. He wants to do some kind of interview as well. I thought that was pretty where, cool. Where, where here? Yeah. Who he, was? He, you remember who it was? No, nah, I can't remember his name. But he's he's heading up some some division in the this area. I've seen young that. Guy, They've been emailing me about some local chapter meeting or yeah, something in Alabama. You don't know who it is? I think his name was. I've been deleting the emails. Oh. I think it was, <laughs> sorry, so, sorry, Salt Strong. I think his name was Mark. Yeah. Huh, I, I didn't know about Salt that. Strong. We can ask Cameron. Yeah. Cameron will let us know what's Mark up. Mark Dunham. Yeah, I wouldn't remember this guy's name even if he was. That's probably him. That's probably yeah. I'd know if I saw him. He's kind of a small frame guy, young. Like, like, like this guy. <laughs> That's a lot of the Salt Strong guys. <laughs> they're, they're like young and yeah. small. Yeah. Well, they, they know what their objective is. Was to make money. Yeah, right? Salt Strong's done a great job. They built a great oh, brand. Absolutely. I mean, best educational platform right. out there for fishing. Sure. You know, 100%. I almost jumped on board with them when they first got started with the master program. Yeah. And I thought to myself, you know what? I want to do this on my own. I should have bought the book. <laughs> yeah. I still can't catch a trap, uh, trout consistently. I mean, it's. I ain't catch redfish. Now, do you do any inshore fishing, like on a kayak or a boat? I, I not lately. Uh, I actually sold my kayak, my fishing kayak, and bought a paddleboard because I wanted to be this big fly fisherman on a paddleboard. That didn't work out. You fly fish? I do. Oh yeah, I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, that's something I never got into. Actually, really? I fell off the paddleboard <laughs> last March in Shelby Lake fly fishing. Lost my phone, lost my JBL Nice. Speaker. I think I remember you posting about that. Oh, my that. gosh. That was an expensive fall. And then Verizon brought me out a phone literally the next day, handed it to me, said, I need your code to your, own, your old phone. I said, I use biometrics. He goes, well, there's a four-digit code I'm going to need to transfer your information. Long story short, went through all the codes, wrong one, locked my phone down, deleted all Nice. What's up? You were going to probably have to do that after you dropped it in the shrimp. I know. <laughs> That was that was a rough day. You have Verizon? Yeah. You same thing? Gotta love it. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't do you what do you, do you have Verizon? AT and T. AT and T. Which I, sucks. How's your service at your house? Sucks. Okay. But I think Verizon sucks there too. Verizon's t- terrible. We're right beside the airport. Up there on four? Yeah. Awful. Yeah. We're right yeah, I think by the airport I think that has something to do with but it. But I think a lot of people have because we had AT and T in Nashville, terrible. Moved down here, got Verizon, terrible. But I think Verizon's better in Nashville and AT&T's better down here. The good thing about AT&T, which you don't do much offshore, but um, all the oil rigs use AT&T. So if you're offshore and you're close to a rig, you can pick up service off the oil rig. That's pretty nice. You know what's frustrating, though, about cell phone companies? 
Like, why do you have bad service in the, uh, I don't know. now? Like, how is that even? Like, this is 2024. Like, why? And you're in the middle. Like, I can we just the, had a hurricane and y'all just replaced all the towers. I know. I'm like, we I, should I, have all the best I'm shit. in the middle of freaking Foley yeah. and don't have service. Right. Yeah. That, like, I'm like, what? It's crazy. I don't understand that. And the amount of money that they charge is like, can can I like deduct from my bill right. the times that I don't have service <laughs> right. because if I did you wouldn't be getting a whole lot of money like is yeah. like I don't have it at my dang house like what the crap I don't know if I if I'm not on Wi-Fi at my house I literally can't do anything yeah can't send a like, text message how, nothing. I'm the same way terrible like my Wi-Fi yeah if our Wi-Fi goes out I'm I can't do anything. Not that it's a big deal. I mean, it's not like we're going to die, but maybe we feel that way. <laughs> Without internet? <laughs> I know. And it's sketchy yeah. all over the island like that. I can't figure it out. I mean, you would think it's small just yeah, places, I, and they just put a brand new so antenna. So here's yeah. my theory. I, I don't know how I don't know how this stuff works, but this is a Matthewism, all right? I think that they put in towers and whatever it is that gives – service to an area based on population i'm assuming because obviously that you can overload those things like you yeah. have to it, it's a, the amount of people and they probably judge this area based on population but a majority of the year Tourists. there's a lot more yeah. people here just like, like a hundred times you know like when you population. when you go to a, a sporting event you yeah. can't use your phone like it, even it's though too many people trying to use because it. you got too many people in one area that are all on the same network or whatever yeah so we got we have we have a customer, Brad. Is that that guy a, looks familiar. Yeah. What's up, man? I don't know where from. But. Yeah. Um, we don't get too many customers uh, this time. I of know. Year. It's, so it's, it's it, not, it can be a little slow. Especially like with the crappy weather that we've been having. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll just start dropping in about once a week. Come yeah, on, come man. On browse the shelves. Yeah. You should. I mean, we we give about, our employees something to do. I only got about $40,000 with equipment. Already. <laughs> 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 and I'm recently married. I'd like to stay that way. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Well, you get a 10% discount here, so, you know, just come whenever. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we uh, got a notification, and we got some breaking news. Breaking? Breaking news from ESPN. Oh, yeah. Any any ideas? No clue. Nick Saban retired. No. Yep. Oh. Are you are you serious? Yep. Dead serious. Yes. Dang. That that's heavy, dude. Alabama is done. Are you an Alabama fan or Auburn? Auburn. Okay, y'all two are Auburn. We're yeah, I'm, already I'm, done. I'm, I'm an Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I feel I feel positive. I think Hugh Freeze is going to bring things around. Yeah. I, I think he's the right guy for the job. That's, that's crazy. crazy, man. You know, I, I I thought I thought that if they would have gone and won the national championship, he'd be done. I thought he might want to try to get another one, but I'm not surprised by it. Uh, yeah, because it, it, he's like it's like 72, 73, yeah. something. Yeah. He's got like a but he's got so much drive. Like he, like it, I mean, I I do feel like he's pro. He has l- let a little bit of wind out of his sails last few years. Yeah. Like I feel like he's not quite as intense as he was. So maybe he is ready, you know. But so, sometimes those people are just it, it's hard for them to leave, yeah. even when they're older, you know. Sure. And they like do this and then they die. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of uh, big time coaches like that. Whenever they retire, they even players. Right. There's more. some players like that. It's like, like they their whole life. They, they can't seem to retire. They, they'll wait yeah. till they fall on their face, and then like, okay, now I'm done. Yeah. But he hated like the new way things. Like he hated the transfer portal. Oh, yeah. He hated the um, what's the NIL stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of that. Like how college football is today. Like he hates it. Yeah. He's so over it. So I, I don't get it. But he did buy that house, I think, last yeah. year in uh, Jupiter. Jupiter. Or yeah. Like $15 million or Which, whatever. when that happened, it's like, 
Okay. It's, it's coming yeah, soon. Yeah, this man. Jupiter, Florida. Yeah. Is that where we're fishing next? Yeah, let's go. Okay, you, have you ever fished down there? No, but I'll give him a call when he gets settled in. You, you call, <laughs> say, uh, yeah, call yeah. hey, Nick. Hey, Nick, what's up? <laughs> we need a place to stay. It's Greg. <laughs> you got any snook in front of your house? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you ever caught a snook? Not ever? on purpose. I've caught one. Actually, I caught one in my cast net on uh, Little Lagoon. What? Really? Yeah, it's about that big. Are you dead took serious? took a picture of it and sent it to Chris over at Sam's, and he was like, yep, that's a snook. You still got a picture of it? Somewhere oh, he lost everything on his phone. Oh, dang! It could be the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. No, I believe you. I I know that like there have been a few mm-hmm. caught here. Yeah. It's I mean it's obviously not like anywhere close to say, common, right? But it's happened. Well, um, the cold water. You know when the cold weather went south a few years ago, it killed thousands mm-hmm. and thousands yeah. of them. So our temperature here gets way too cold for oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, they wouldn't make it. But I do get curious how they get here. I mean, it's, when they're it's three weird. or four inches long, that yeah. they swim up here. No, yeah. no, like that's the thing. The ones that I've seen have been small. I mean, some of them have been, I'm, you know, like, like that. That's I guess. But you know, the ones that like uh, Stephen yeah. caught, he he posted, and then and I've seen. There's been some guys that have caught some on the uh, west side of the bay. Is that right? West side of the bay, yeah, yeah. like the, some over there. So. Anyway, I've seen some, but yes, to catch one in your cast net that's like inches long, yeah, like that's. It's like there's a mama somewhere. Yeah, that's what I keep thinking. I mean, but uh, you sure yeah, it wasn't I, a little ladyfish? No, I, I know what a ladyfish. <laughs> <laughs> that's my bait. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you, but you know it is interesting. I, obviously, the question is like because we catch a lot of permit too, and everybody's like, oh, that may be a new thing. And we don't really know. I mean, I've only been fishing here for 10 years, which is not that long. I mean, relative to obviously how long fishing has been happening here. And social media has really only been a big deal around here for, you know, what, six, seven years, you know, where you've documented as much as we have with the groups on Facebook and YouTube and all that, where you see more like people actually catching these things. Whereas before, even in the early 2000s, if people were out there catching permits, you wouldn't really know yeah. unless you were friends with that right. person. And, and those they, people probably aren't telling anybody. Right. Yeah. And they're at that not time. posting it on Facebook. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either. They're probably so assuming it's a permit may have been being caught here forever. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Right. And, and there's more people fishing now here than there ever has been before. You know, back in the day, there wasn't nearly as many people fishing the beach like right. there are now, which is where you typically catch them. So anyway, it's interesting to see, but at the same time, and people are like, oh, climate change or water temps or whatever, you know, what things are changing, but it's like, are they really, or yeah. do we just have more documentation of what's actually happening out here? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I come up with my own theory is just like everybody else, you know, with all the pollution in South Florida, uh, that's fish that got to go somewhere. Right. So, I mean, I would love for get us the hell out of Dodge. snook and yeah. more permit. Dude. Right. If That'd we if sick. we had snook here, like oh, this fishery would be insane. Right, be sick. You know, we have a lot of tarp in here. Mm-hmm. I, oh yeah, know, that's the state fish. I I couldn't believe. I, did you, I know? Did you know that? The, I feel like I've heard that before, but the tarpon. Yeah, the, the Alabama state fish is a tarpon. Yeah, is isn't that weird? You'd think that'd be Florida. Yeah. What's Florida state fish? I don't know. Peacock bass. <laughs> ah, <laughs> probably. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull that snake in. Are you, are you looking it up? Fish. Hey, the, more education. So uh, on our last podcast, we selfish. Selfish is a state fish for saltwater. Okay, so we just water is a largemouth. Okay, so Greg, we just posted a podcast yesterday, and we um, talked about how much protein is in sperm. 
Well, how about it? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. Need, Haven't you always been I, wondering I, that? I'm like, actually, my education level, I don't. That's not in there, and I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we were. We did say we we're like, you're gonna learn something, and if you already knew that, that's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you're gonna learn something on this podcast. So we're gonna Absolutely. tell everybody for every podcast from now on. Fun fact. Yeah. Sperm and protein. Yep, and uh, it does. There's, there's not that much. Protein. There's not that much protein in sperm. In case well, you're wondering, it's, it's only like some bodybuilder coming up. To me. <laughs> hey man, you know what you need to do. Right, right. You're looking a little puny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, not gonna happen. No more protein. What, so when you were when you would say you were in maybe your peak bodybuilding, you know, working out. What what was your protein intake? Do you know? Oh, my God. Did you well, track 300 it? grams a day. 300. Holy smokes. Actually, it was probably higher than that. Uh, and it's super expensive. Oh, uh, yeah. Eating literally every three hours at least, you know, 80 to 100 grams of protein per meal. You can break it down some. It's so but hard. That's a massive amount of chicken, tuna. Yeah. Uh, I mean, anything that had pro- a lot of protein in it, I was eating it. Uh, then I got onto the bull pro- testicles. They have a lot of protein. Yeah. Do they really? Well, yeah. Let me run down there. <laughs> Rocky Mountain oysters. Right. I'll, I'll pass. <laughs> Stick with the chicken and tuna. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I get a kick out of people talking about these women that work out. They're going to get all bulked up. Bulking. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. You have to eat. To Very bulk. intentional. You have to eat to lose weight. So it just yep. matters on what side That's of the right. fence you want to be. Yep. But if you want to get big, you've got to eat big. Mm-hmm. And that includes calories. You're going to put on some fat. Yep. Uh, it's hard. It is. It, you know, and people, like, if, if you're trying to be disciplined in getting bigger and eating enough to do that, it's, in my opinion, way harder to do than to lose weight. And a lot of people are like, you know, what, like, you can't say that because people, right. you know, because obviously there's way more people overweight that are trying to lose weight and right. it's hard for them. But like, it's way easier and less expensive to just not eat, you know, than it is right. to try to actually eat and be intentional about it. It's a hassle. Like, it's such a hassle to have to eat continually and make sure you have your protein and all the supplements because you basically have to eat, like you said, every two, three hours and something. The, and then those that are super dedicated, if you ever look in the refrigerator, it's meal prep oh, for yeah. seven days straight, yeah. and they'll spend an entire day meal prepping. Yeah, and you you have to do that to monitor. You know, that way you're not constantly counting your calories right. or your. You just know. Yeah. You eat yeah. the same thing every day. You just exactly. know. Yep. Season we lived later. in Nashville. Our neighbor, he was he was pretty jacked, and every Sunday he would fill up his entire grill of chicken breast and just grill a ton of chicken yeah. for the, the week. week. Yeah, chicken is. In it, well, not as inexpensive as it used to be, but right. 46 grams of protein in one breast. It's pretty, you can butterfly that and make, you know, get two meals out of it. Yeah. yeah. Because your body can only break down about 30 grams every couple of hours. So, unless you're, you know, yeah. Eddie Hall. Right. Yeah. And his that body guy. probably breaks down 100 per hour. <laughs> yeah, he's a big dude. <laughs> he's huge. Giant dude. Yep. That's cool. interesting. Well, yeah, I've learned a lot about. That stuff, it's still hard. Like I, I'm, admittedly not dis. Like I'm trying to get bigger, but I'm admittedly not disciplined enough. Like I try, but, yeah. but I'm just I'm just as bad as the person trying to lose weight. That's not consistent. Yeah, I'm I'm that I'm that bad. Like well, it's hard. The good, the good thing about you, you're cut, you're lean. So if you can 
you can still bulk and not put on any fat and just be at a slower rate. So yeah, and, and I am okay with that. Like I'm okay with it being a process. So like that's kind of where I've settled into. I'm right. I'm not I don't have to do this thirty day bulk, you know, where yeah. I you know put on ten pounds in thirty days, which is like really, really hard to do. So I'm okay no, with ta- it taking some time. <laughs> no, it's not. That's true. That's true. You could you could do it in, it in other ways. Depends on how you want to go about That's it. That's right. I go eat McDonald's for three meals yeah. a day. And... No sperm. <laughs> yeah. We, we should switch no diets for 30 days. <laughs> yeah. We should switch diets for 30 days and see what happens to both of us. I would probably feel like crap. Probably. Yeah. I, th- I probably would too. <laughs> I mean, both of them have their downside. When I eat a lot, I'm very sluggish. Sure. Uh, it affects my daily routine yeah when i cut it's the same thing when yeah. i cut carbs running up and down the beach i'm exhausted you, you get weak, no yeah, yeah. yeah so i just eat when i'm hungry and i'm still trying to get in the habit of not eating as much when i'm full to stop, stop yeah. and to get that mindset that it's on my plate and they need it right you know i grew up uh in an average home, and it was required. You clean the plate. Eat it all, right. yeah. yeah. So that's, it's hard to break some of those habits sure. you learn as a child, but learning that's not good for you. <laughs> did you grow up down here at the beach? I did not. I grew up, I was actually born in Montgomery, Alabama. Okay. I don't know if I do so, that. But, you know, that's where I'm close. from. Yeah. Tumpka. Yeah, we Tumpka. Yeah. Well, I was living in Prattville when you mm. were living in, and we had a big farm out there. How long um, have you been down here? Eight years. Oh, yeah? I thought you were down here longer than that. Yeah, how long have you been here? Because I moved here two years after you. Yeah, well, we moved here in 2012. Okay. So, what is that? That'll be 12 years this year, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Is that right? So, I've been here eight, nine years. Yeah. I didn't really, really kept up with it. When I first moved here, I wasn't fishing, though. You were a truck driver, Yeah, right? I was truck yeah. driving and YouTubing on the weekends and uh, had a couple of people that, Brought up the guiding business, and you were the only one I knew know, knew doing it. Yeah, I think there was an older fella doing it. Well, David Thornton, yeah, had David. been doing it for years, and Dusty Hayes, yeah, and um, Dusty. he because I learned a lot from him, right? Um, but they neither one of them like were promoting it necessarily. Like it was just if you kind of knew them, or right. you know, they didn't have a lot of presence on social media and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I once I entered the scene and started guiding and throwing it up on YouTube and Facebook and all the things, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, dang. You know? Yeah, I, I remember asking you every time I'd see you about the guiding business, because if you plan on being a beach guide, don't quit your daytime job, because it is it's something you cannot do full time just because of weather. Yeah, right. We have grass that, yep. last, not last year, year before last, shut me out a month and a half of fishing. Yep. Uh there's there's too much stuff outside of your control. Right. Yeah. Like if you're if you're guiding on a boat, you can you can work around a lot right. of those things. Absolutely. Like you have more options. Um, but if you're on the beach, you are so chained to the conditions where right. like you just are going to get a lot of days where you're not going to be able to fish. Yeah. Right. So be prepared for and that. And then to be a good guide, you got to catch. You got to, your clients have got to catch fish on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I learned a lot before I decided to be a guide. learned a lot from you. I learned a lot from, uh, you know, all the locals, really. Uh, And just kind of put it all together. And then me and my son went out every single day and night uh, trying to target redfish and pompano and trying to establish a pattern. And it paid off. Yeah. Uh, You're definitely like the redfish king around here. Yeah. Well, you know, I... 
I can't take all the credit for myself because I am also following in the footsteps of somebody else that's also a guy down here for Redfish, and he's very good at what he does. Uh, I've just learned the key to redfishing, no matter where you're at, whether you're at the Outer Banks or here, fresh bait is the key. Oh, yeah. Now, if you're throwing lures, I like throwing big lures because I like catching big fish. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Oh. Well, it's the best when they're like are busting and fired right. up, and you can, you can throw anything at them. You know, and that they, gets fun. Yeah. That's, so let me tell you my like story. Them. I took out a group of eight. Six of those were kids. Well, the blitz came in, and they're I mean, size of three football fields, reds, jacks. Every one of my rods went off at one time. Dang. Thinking these kids had experience? Oh, no. No. That, that's <laughs> that's all, Okay, when you're guiding, that's mistake number one, <laughs> yeah. always, like, yeah. assuming. <laughs> so all the rods are just screaming drag. I'm like, grab a rod. <laughs> you know, and they're just Turn, staring at it. Turning it upside down. Oh, you know. I get that, too. <laughs> you know, and they're just holding the rod, and it's just pulling drag. I'm walking over there, each rod cranking yeah. down the drag, and. You know, they're getting pulled towards water. I'm having to run to this kid, run back and forth. We ended up landing all the fish, and they weren't even excited about it. What? Was, yeah, they were like. They expected it. That, that, so, well, no, come to find out, the dad, he, they were all gamers. Uh, tried to introduce I, them to I a gotcha. new sport. And they I didn't gotcha. care about it. No, they okay. curious about it. And yeah. they had no clue how amazing that experience. Right, like right. this isn't a normal thing. Right. Like thirty pound redfish. Yeah. yeah. That's nothing. You know. That's how it works. Yeah. There are Hope, people, hopefully the dad took care of you at the little tip at the end. Absolutely. I have some of the greatest customers on the planet and they I've I've never had I, I have had one bad client and it wasn't you know Tell Something us the full like, story. I'm just kidding. It, it's you don't, you don't it's kind of a lame story, but yeah. they almost didn't pay me. And after he haggled the price with me for a while, I took him and all his kids out fishing. Every single one of them caught a redfish over 30 pounds, except for the girl. He would not pay for his daughter to catch fish. So one of the kids, I turn around, he's got a stick, killing my crabs. I'm like, please don't do those. Those are my crabs, you know. Mom comes over there and it's like, oh, he didn't mean to. I'm like, he's kind of sticky. He's killing my mom. How did he not mean yeah. to? Yeah, just like. Well, she's like, I don't have to put up with this. We're leaving. So him, her and that boy left. Got down to the end of the night. The girl's just sitting there. And I was like, do you want to catch a fish? And she goes, my dad's not going to pay for me to fish. And I said, this is on me. Now it was time to go. And Dad's like, we're not paying for the fish. I'm like, I've got this. We had to wait about 30 minutes. She caught a big old black drum, the happiest one of the whole group. She was ecstatic. Made my night. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So we get all packed up. They they start walking ahead of me. They get to the road. They get in their car, and they leave. Mm. That paid me a dime. I was like, dang. Every single one of them caught a fish. Even let the girl catch fish. Who wasn't paying for it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'd also cut them a deal. So I start texting this guy. Say, hey, man, there's no way to do business. You know, we had a great night of fishing. Nothing. And I, t- and I was living in Orange Beach at the time, so I was up to four in the morning. Go, yeah, where's my money? He takes me about 10 o'clock next morning. He sent me my money, but it was a sketchy group. That's, mm. that's probably the worst group I've had. Most of my clients are... Absolutely awesome. Yeah. You know, we every now and then, you know, I have trips. I don't catch fish, and, you know, 99% of them are understanding, you know. Especially this time of year. I get calls now, and I'm like, look, we can go. 
but I can tell you right now, it is not the time of year to be surfish. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. That that's that's the biggest that's, thing is being honest up front, absolutely. setting those expectations. Right. Yeah. But even then, I don't. You know, the whole time I got it, I only had one trip that I can point to that was like that was a bad trip. You know, really? with 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 customers. Yeah. Like obviously, there are plenty of times we didn't catch fish or yeah. you know whatever, but they still were cool. But like there was one customer, he showed up drunk, oh, and so nice. I mean he was lit and like the whole time it was him and two other guys it was the other two guys weren't drunk but he was the one that wanted to, he wanted to catch a shark that's all he cared about just wanted to catch a shark yeah and so like i'm setting up a couple shark rods or whatever and the whole time he's just in my ear like following me around telling me i don't know what i'm doing basically like uh, everything that i'm doing is wrong oh all this stuff and i'm like and so i i pulled the other because it was the, his sons i pulled both of them aside and i was like look we do not have to be here i was like if y'all don't want to if he doesn't want to fish or be in this situation, if he's miserable, like we can all leave. Like, I don't want to be here. Right. Y'all clearly don't want to yeah, be right. here. Like, let's just freaking leave. And he, they were like, no, 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 no. It's okay. It'll be fine or whatever. We ended up catching a shark. Nice. As soon as he caught it, got it in, his, one of his sons took him off the beach. They left. They paid me, fortunately, right. and, and walked off. I was like that. I mean, it was just the whole time he was just griping yeah. and giving me crap. And I'm like, I don't have to deal with this. Like, yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, I haven't had to deal with yeah. that yet. Now, the drinking part, yes. Because <laughs> they run a night oh, yeah, trip, but, so there's got to be a lot but, of drinking. Yeah, and plenty of people drank, Man. but they were cool. You know, like, oh, yeah. this is just a guy. He, he was not a good drunk. Like my, my greatest group was three retired Special Forces guys. They get out on the beach, and they're like, you mind if we drink? And I was like, no. Do whatever you want. Go Man, every one of them pulled out a full bottle out of their jacket. I'm like, all right. They're like, you want to drink? I was like, no, I know how far we got to walk back. <laughs> so they got hammered. They'd reel a fish in, and they'd pass back. Reel oh. <laughs> a fish in, pass back out. Oh, I was dang. like, okay, it's time to go. And one of them was injured from an IED in oh, dang. Afghanistan or Iraq. I can't remember where he was at. And so he had a bad limp, but he was also taking pain meds and he was drinking. Oh, snap. Nice. He's like, I'm going to go ahead and walk. And this was right after Hurricane Sally. And y'all remember the debris? Oh, it was bad. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we watched him walk ahead of us. You'd see that light. (laughs) And I'd I'd ask his buddies, I was like, is he okay? And he's like, oh, tonight he is. (laughs) Yeah, he don't care. Tomorrow he's going to feel it. He's going to feel it. So we all made it back safely, and I text him the next morning to make sure, you know, they didn't die. He's like, yeah, he's pretty sore this morning. (laughs) Where are all these bruises coming from? (laughs) That's hilarious. That's that's a good time. Yeah, you deal with the public, you never know what you're going to get. But fortunately, surprisingly, that's – not the norm, you, right. you, know, you know, where you run into those weird situations. Right. Most everybody's really cool. I mean, obviously, and they were cool too. Right. But you know, everything's good, and it it wasn't bad. What helped me, what I always said, is because I had a YouTube channel. Right. Most of the people, like pretty much ninety nine percent of the people I took fishing, watched my YouTube channel, right. and so they like they were just kind of excited to be there, and like, oh, you know, we enjoy watching you on YouTube, so this is cool. But so I mean, that kind of deflated any awkwardness, right. usually right out of the gate. But yeah. You know, I'd say half my clients watch my videos. Yeah, of course I don't. I don't put up videos as much as I used to. So how how do you advertise if you're not like my really... web Google website? Yeah. Has exploded like I'd say ninety percent of my calls come from really Google Maps. Okay. Uh, I have a website and I guess it directs them to Google Maps. I'm mm-hmm. not sure how all that works. Sure. Once you log in because you can go to my website, but but if you just type in Mad Dog Fishing, it takes you to Google. 
which is basically the exact same thing that's on my website. Okay. Because uh, you're not like running Google ads. No. They're I, just finding you. They're searching right. for like surface and trips I or whatever they're searching and, and you're just coming up right top there. I stay booked up enough. I haven't had to advertise. Uh, in fact, is I turn clients away yeah. uh, the months of June and July. Sure. I mean, I... Yeah, you could run a hundred trips a month. Yeah. That those months, if you wanted right. to. Are you running trips seven days a week during then? No, actually, I'm only doing it part. The last couple of years, I've I've only been running four to five days a week, because where I fish, it's just it's so tiring. Yeah, yeah. you're about to say part time, but that doesn't sound like part time running four or five trips. It, it every actually night. is not. I don't think people realize how much effort goes into a guy. Yeah, I was gonna say that still sounds like a full time job. Yeah. yeah. Uh it, none of it's really part time. I spend two hours catching bait. I catch my bait live every day before my trips. So I'm up, you know, I'm headed out two hours before I ever meet my clients to catch bait. And now that has bit me in the butt a couple of times where I didn't catch any bait. Had to get down there on the base the gulf the base side. Last year it was a bunch of jellyfish out there, but I saw a school of mullet going through like golly this is gonna hurt <laughs> and it did i got wrapped up around my waist uh, my legs uh. i got my mullet <laughs> but it come at a cost Dang. and uh yeah, that doesn't sound fun no sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do you gotta do what i you gotta i remember do. there was a few trips where jellyfish were bad and i was having to wait out to make some casts yeah. to reach where i knew fish were and it's like gotta do it you know yeah. i mean it, yeah because i've been stung by jellyfish more times than I can count right. at this point. And it's people make a bigger deal. I mean, obviously it's like yeah. not pleasant. Right. But it's okay and it subsides. Yeah. So Once you know what's coming, you're yeah. like, all right, it's yeah. there. What sucks is when you're in your bathing suit yeah. and those little stuck those there. debris tentacles slide up yeah. your dang shorts yeah. and they're getting you in that area. Like that's not fun. No. Like that I've that's the worst. Had that happen before. That's very common. Yeah, nothing like, good about that. It just there's so many like you don't you don't even see the jellyfish because it's just a random loose right. tentacle and it slides up your dang bathing suit. And it's like that's like deep sea fishing. You know, you're rolling your line, you got the slime going down. You're like, what is that? And you reach up and you grab it and you're slinging it, it's hitting you everywhere. <laughs> It's, it's a tentacle. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's later, yeah. you know, you got burn marks all over you. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not doing that no more. Or put the cast net in your mouth, and, uh, yeah, your lips go numb. Have you, uh, have you stepped on one of the lesser electric rays? One of those? Uh, yeah, those are always fun. Yeah, I stepped on one, actually, at uh, down there in front of the Pink Pony uh, quite a few years ago. It it lit me up pretty good. I have, I have video. It actually I haven't well, done that yet. On... On Facebook, it did really well because I, I had my third person camera rolling. Mm. I didn't have my first person camera on, but I was w- wading out and I stepped on one in the da- and you know of course I'm you know, doing right. all this and it, the dang thing jumped out of the water so you could see it. So it was yeah. kind it was kind of cool. So you got to see like what I stepped on. Yeah. Um, but those things are are not fun. And, and then there's the stargazers, which I I probably I've been stung several yeah. times, so I probably stepped on some of those and just didn't know which yeah, one it was because both of them get you. I don't think I've gotten a hold of a stargazer yet. I see them caught around here. Yeah, yeah, I've, ca- I've caught some, some crazy looking fish. Yeah, yeah. I heard they'll they'll wake they'll you zap up. you. I bet yeah. they would. Yeah, I have not been tagged by a stingray yet. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. We'll get in on that. <laughs> it's not a matter of if it's when. Yeah. I know because I am in the water uh, all the time. I know. I, I, yes. I mean, I've stepped. I've seen them take off. I've yep. actually stepped on them. Yep. I've, yeah, I've, I've stepped, stepped on, on them too. Wings, I've slipped off of them and been yeah. like, yeah. "How did he not tag me?" Right. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, that's the scariest thing." June, they're mating. Uh, I walked from no name to the point 
one morning right at daylight for uh, Jack's. And there must have been 2,000 stingrays on that wall. Oh, yeah. Like one female, there'd be, you know, seven or eight males. And you can get in the water with them. They'll swim between your legs, over your feet. And, you know, I'm thinking, yep. I was videoing it. And I was like, this is why I'm going to get stung right here. Got Steve Irwin. Yeah. Yeah. Got that joker. That was crazy. Yeah. I remember when that hit the news, I was like, how did that even happen? Yeah. Yeah, the, I don't want to get sta- stabbed by one of those. It looks miserable. Yeah, I've seen people that have gotten tagged and, you know, yeah. in the arm or leg. It's usually where it happens. Yeah. Not good. Speaking of YouTube, there was a video out a while back where a kid purposely stepped on one. And he learned the hard way not to do that uh, again for mm. a video. Yeah. Because a bar broke off in mm. his ankle and then it got infected and... What started off to be a funny video turned into an expensive medical yeah. bill. Jeez. You know, I I don't hear about it much around here. I'm I wonder how many people each summer get stung by stingrays. Right. You know, just vacationing down here. Like mm-hmm. it has to happen. You would think. Because I mean, there's so many dang people in the water. You know, they they do a really good job of keeping everything on the hush hush when yeah. it happens here. Like yeah. the drownings, you don't ever really hear about. Which dr- there's a ton of drownings every year. Yeah, like all at the least time. eight to ten. Yeah. And that, that's like the biggest never thing. Never really on the news. They they do a good job of trying to keep all that on the DL. People don't under like don't respect it right, down yeah. here. Like really don't like it. It can be a red flag. And and I'll be at the beach. And I'm like I'm not getting in the water. Yeah. You know. And I because I understand what I'm looking at and understand the power and what it can do. Right. And there'll be dang kids and, and I'm like these people have no clue. Like, right. I mean, this happens every freaking day in the summer. It feels like somebody's drowning, you know, when you have these conditions, yeah. you know, anyway, and I got quite a, quite a few friends who are beach lifeguards. Actually, my stepson's going to be a, oh, yeah? a beach lifeguard this year. Right on. I'm telling you these, you're right. They don't respect that red flag means no swimming. Yeah. 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 Stay out. Yeah, I mean, they're down here for a week and they're like, we're swimming no matter what. Right. Right. Not worth it. Yeah. Especially down at Fort Morgan because they don't put the flags up. But, you know, you can call. Uh, I'm not sure what the number is. But if you're unsure, you can call. But just look at the water. I mean, uh, well, it, it sounds simple. And, and you know what I've always said? I think it's. I think they shouldn't do this. You know, they try to educate people. You know, they put those uh, rip current charts yeah. of, like, what a rip current looks like. Yeah. But that's I'm, like, like, I'm like, look. It never looks like ain't that. No, I know. Like <laughs> right. I'm like, ain't nobody ever going to be able to come down here that comes down here for a week a year going to ever walk on that beach and go, oh, there's a rip current. Yeah. Right. I mean, sometimes it's that obvious, but rarely right. can you actually spot it from the beach unless you really study that stuff and actually yeah. know what you're looking right. at. You know, like people that you know are not on the beach every day are just not going to know what the crap they're looking at so it's like don't even try to educate people on this because like they're going to think that they know what they're looking at yeah and, and i think that's going to give them so conf- obvious, yes they're yeah. going to give it co- right. confidence that that they d- shouldn't have you know so i think it's i think it's worse to like say hey this is what you're yeah, looking at i think sense. they should educate them more on how to just don't get in the damn water like, that, <laughs> you know, like that and how to swim out of it i've been yeah. on the rip current before the ones we have here in alabama are Hundred yards wide, you know they're not that bad. They do widen up the further out it drags you. But yeah. if you just swim parallel to the beach, I could understand. Like, yes, I mean it, it is simple if you know what you're doing. Right. But like it is, I've never been caught in one, but I understand. Like it can take you so like a pretty good ways yeah. out. So it, I can understand the panic. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're three or four hundred yards from the beach and you're you're like oh you know Everything like like I can understand people 
freaking out about that and not thinking right and being like, and they're just trying to swim back and, and not being patient enough to drift out of it and then, right. you know, start swimming. So anyway, I understand because it does take you a lot further than I think people under, think it would. Right. Because it's just so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, have you ever stepped in the water, like not in a rip current, but like on just a heavy current day, like when it's rough, you, you know, when you feel it pulling, mm-hmm. like, like not, not in a rip, but just in general, like anywhere you step in the water, it's just pulling east or west. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. You ever felt like that when I've been in those stepped in the water and felt that I'm like, why would anybody get in this water? Like, yeah. I mean, it does not take much to go and you're like, and you're, you're, I mean, you're like over here. Kids are boogie boarding like the 200 yards down the beach and then they end up in your lines. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, how'd I get here? Yeah. 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 I was not too long ago. I went out and the current was pulling strong and I had six ounce pyramid sinkers. And literally by the time it hit the water, it was up on the beach. Yeah. That was six ounces. Yeah. And I'm just like, I mean, you just don't need to be swimming. In I know. Water is, is so powerful. Like, it's such a powerful thing. You just don't need to fool with it. Yeah. Where are we at, Brad? And an hour and 26 seconds. Looky there. Wow. We, we usually we, we try to hit around an yeah, hour. Yeah, so I think, I think we're no, rolling. Greg, hey, man, thanks for hopping on the yeah, podcast. Absolutely. Go I check out it. Mad Dog if you're looking for a uh, beach fishing guy. Yes. He'll hook you up. Definitely put you on some big ones. Like, that's his goal. Like, I think I think that's usually what you want to do. Oh, absolutely. Get him on big fish. Absolutely. So if you're looking for big fish, that's your guy. And you can keep one. Uh, do you have clients keep a big redfish every we now and then? We do. Uh, most of the time, I... You know they're on vacation, so they have no desire to yeah, keep yeah, yeah. away. But you can keep, you can keep one big redfish per licensed angler. Uh, I get a lot of people ask if I clean them. I will clean one or two. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Not cleaning like, for a party of thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just don't have that kind of time. Yeah, yeah that's a lot. And of I'm not fast. I'm yeah, not like sure. these, these guys that come off the boat and can do a hundred fish in thirty minutes. And that's a lot of weight to drag back to the truck. Too. For real, dude. Yeah, you throw one <laughs> or two. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them's like twenty five pounds. Yeah. So. so I, before we wrap this up, I I have this huge fish bag. It's a kill bag. Yeah. So, and it'll hold four big redfish. And I've had clients, I'm like, can we keep fish? You can keep the fish as long as you carry it. You carry it. I'll yeah. even bring the bag you can put them in. Yeah, yeah. So we get down there, and they're putting these redfish in the bag, but they're never lifting this bag. And they don't realize 30, 40-pound redfish, you got four of them in there. That's over 100 pounds. Yeah. yeah. So they got to pick it up at the end of the night, and they're like, "We can't carry this." I said, "Well, you don't kill the fish." Yeah, somebody's carrying it. <laughs> yeah, I told you. They're like, "You're carrying put, it." Can you put? Can we put it on your cart? And I'm like, no. "If you want to pull the cart, exactly. yeah, I know. That's how I, I get out of pushing. Yeah, I'm like, well, you know, if you want to put them on there and help push the cart." And then that's usually how you get out of yeah. not pushing the cart. Let's yeah. have a little bit of foresight and yeah. uh, realize what's going to happen. Yeah, and, sure. and but one big redfish will feed a lot. Of people. It will. You know, you don't uh, like if you just want to come and have a great experience and have a nice meal, like, and you want to keep one, one literally is plenty. Like, you could have eight people and they could get a filet. And, right. you know, obviously, you know, you're not all eating just fish. So, like, one fish will feed a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well, hey, thanks for watching yes, the podcast and, or listening. It. Give us five stars just because you want to on Apple if you're listening on Apple. Uh, Thank you. We, yeah. we appreciate it. We're going to try to get a little more consistent this year with, trying, with the podcast. Trying. And uh, go give uh, Greg a shout on all his Absolutely. things. Yeah. And he's still got a lot of old YouTube videos up there. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you need Mad to get Dog. back in it, but he's got some good videos, Mad some Dog. educational Next videos, time he so. comes on the podcast, uh, me and Mad Dog are going to arm wrestle. So oh, yeah. Ooh, don't miss that. He, Y'all he comment can, down below if you want to see that. He, one. He, I want to see he'll that. He'll probably beat me. He's got <laughs> yeah. that youth on his side. <laughs> I'm still I'll just lean into it. I'm so pretty. All right. Peace out, guys. Appreciate it, guys.